what you're talking about sounds a lot like the movie that This Is Us guy just put out that flopped. That um, This Is We, whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah, this, this Is, is We. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? it? It's the one that had Oscar Isaacs in it. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. This episode of Sincast is brought to you by Mubi, a curated online cinema streaming exceptional films from around the globe. Each day, Mubi introduces a new gem and you have one month to watch it. From cult classics to acclaimed masterpieces, every film is hand-selected by experts. Try Mubi free for 30 days at mubi.com slash cinemasins. That's mubi.com slash cinemasins for your extended free trial. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSense, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSense, Jeremy Scott. Hi! And from <laughs> Music Video Sense, Barrett Share. I'm going to try it again. Grizzlyvold. Grizzlyvold. Yeah. Grizzlyvold. I, I was told that I spectacularly failed yeah. to pronounce my German greeting. It sounded like you did. <laughs> well, and then we have since, we have now seen video of German children saying the German word for squirrel. Yes. <laughs> and it has given me... Well, it's given me reason to never attempt German again in my life. <laughs> By the way, uh, someone on on Patreon, and I'm not I'm not gonna call you out. I'm not gonna I'm not mad at you. <laughs> somebody on Patreon put a comment and said, "Stop butchering Fomka Jansen's name." Uh oh. Uh oh. And I was like, okay, I, I'm saying what I've always heard, and I heard the first time. Yeah. I heard the first time with the Deep Rising trailer that came out. Deep and Rising. remember Deep Rising? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there's a great girl from Ipanema joke in that trailer. Yeah, the dude who was in There Will Be Blood, who plays the fake brother, is that is that guy? Oh yeah, who does the girl from Ipanema joke? Uh, but uh, the um, there's uh, the I remember the Deep Rising thing because uh, I remember when she first came on the scene with, when we first started seeing her in Goldeneye and all that. Um, uh, I, I I think everybody was calling her Famke. Yeah, Famke, Famke Jansen, Jansen yeah, yeah. whatever. And then that trailer came out, and I was like, "Oh, it's Fomka. I like mm-hmm. that better." Yep. Um, but apparently, uh, took issue with the last name, which is supposed to be Janssen, which is because she's Dutch and everything. And that totally makes sense, except uh, the trailer. One thing, okay, mm-hmm. so maybe the trailer's wrong. But then she's on Conan O'Brien in 1995, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, yes, I looked into this. Someone has Googled Uh, Conan O'Brien in 1995. And he's like, so did I get that right when I introduced you? Is it Fomka Jansen? And she's like, yeah, everybody says Fomka wrong. And they say, call me Famke, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And it's like, so it's Fomka Jansen. And she doesn't correct him, doesn't say it. Then he's on Ellen on another one. And she's like, the same thing. Did I say that right? (laughs) It's it's Fomka. She goes, yes, Jansen. Uh Uh-huh. Now, she could be polite. She could just be polite. I assume if she were in the Netherlands, they would probably call her Janssen. Right. But, but I'm going to continue saying Fomka Janssen, but I, I could occasionally throw in a Janssen. Why not? <laughs> well, there's a... <laughs> okay, so I was asked recently to repronounce uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's name for uh-huh. a Sins video. Because I had said it a little too Americanized with uh, Manuel. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and I was complaining to my wife, not that I do that regularly, but I was like, well, I'm American. Like, it's okay for me to pronounce Spanish, Mexican words 
Spanish words with an American. Like, I don't say burrito when yeah. I go to Taco Bell, <laughs> yeah. even though that's technically the correct pronunciation. And you would be ostracized <laughs> if you did. You'd be going to the drive-thru. I'd like five burritos. Yeah, could I have the nacho <laughs> and tater top burrito, please? Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, I, yeah, I think there needs to be some forget. That's also, there was a hockey player who played for Nashville for years, and after he left the team, told somebody he just let us all pronounce his name wrong the whole time yeah i forget if it was arkipov it was one of those might have even been irat or irat yeah uh, i think it was him because it was we martin were- or monartan and it just kept going back and forth and he i think at some point just gave up yeah it's like steve buscemi like yeah, uh, yeah. He, he i have that video where he was like it's literally buscemi mm-hmm. uh but if people call me buscemi or buscemi or whatever it's like i, I don't care yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point you just give up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, and was it? Uh, there was a big thing on Hard Knocks where uh, they uh, it was it wasn't uh, Terrell Pryor. It was what was it? They 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 were. I didn't see it. There's a thing on because uh, uh, the the fourth. Oh, it's supposed to be Terrell, right? I don't remember if it's Terrell or not. It might not even be Terrell, but uh, yes, there is something. There's like something that with his name, <laughs> like blew people's minds. Yeah, um, and. Uh, <laughs> Name. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, they yeah, were calling Tyrod. him Tyrod. That's right. They're calling him Tyrod. <laughs> and uh and the fourth string quarterback who had no chance of making the team was like calling was saying Tyrod. And they're like, "What about what's going on with that? Why are you not calling him by his written like he he came to us and told us that's what it, he's how he introduced himself. I'm Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And everybody else just calls him Tyrod. Yeah. <laughs> everybody has always called him Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. And you get the same thing with Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Who, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeremy Scoot. Yeah, exactly. Been called Scoot all my goddamn life. But I mean, obviously, if there is like an absolute like way to say something, I want to say it the right way. Mm. But um, anyway, haven't been told otherwise other than other than that comment. There you go. Just wanted to take that to task. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, today we're gonna uh, gonna do go through the winter preview. We're gonna yeah. go through some uh, some movies that are coming out December through February, and again. Like always, this stuff is nebulous, and yeah. the, there could be some some movement, and we'll actually be going over a couple of movies we've already talked about because they've been moved mm-hmm. and everything like that. But uh, so, are we going to talk a little bit about November at all? Or uh, there's a couple that we didn't get into in the fall movie preview that I'm well. There's one in particular that I'm super psyched about. Well, yeah, the favorite. The favorite looks awesome. It looks amazing, and I and I realize I saw this is Yorgos Lanthimos mm-hmm. uh, who did the lobster, and I fucking love the lobster. Mm-hmm. I can understand not loving the lobster because I could see that being a very divisive film mm-hmm. uh, in many ways. Like, there's many reasons not to like that movie, but I loved it, and the trailer for this having Emma Stone in it, the the cast in general in this is just fucking awesome. I um I haven't seen the trailer. I don't know anything about it except that Taylor Swift's boyfriend is in it. Really? Oh, mm. what is his name? Henry Winklevoss? Yeah. Ta- ta- Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. David? Don't but know. It, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, the story of like, I guess there's a, there's a queen, Olivia Coleman, who plays the, uh, the, the, the one lady cop in Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. Is yeah. a queen. And, um, and then like, uh, she's being tended to by Rachel Vice. And then another girl comes in, Emma Stone, and starts trying to sort of usurp that that role and everything and so it's between it's emma stone and rachel vice like you know having a big fight having delicious fun it looks like yeah. too uh the way you said that 
makes me a little uncomfortable. Oh no, it's it, it, they're they're popping already. Like it sounds like a better version of the other Boleyn girl. Yeah, yeah. actually, it very much does. Uh, Joe Alwyn, by the way, is is Taylor Swift. Joe Alwyn, I could have sworn his name was David. <laughs> Apparently, they've been dating for like two years, and it's just like and nobody did, knew. No, nobody. No, not only did nobody know. But there were rumors, apparently, that she would sometimes travel in a fucking suitcase so that the paparazzi wouldn't know when she was moving. Just like the leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) And and one of the fucking One Direction guys, Zane, like, confirmed it the other day. He was like, she had to travel by suitcase for a while. Like, basically confirming this rumor that they sometimes put her in a trunk and carry her out to a van. And I just think, you know what? that sounds about right. Yeah. That, that's 2018. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, I love these like little looks. The trailer is just put together really well. Mm-hmm. The, there's all these like looks that these side eyes that Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz yeah. are giving each other the whole time. <laughs> and it looks like it might be kind of a sexy movie too. Yeah, man. Oh, it, it, I'm so psyched. And I don't know when exactly it's going to come out in our neck of the woods because it's nowhere near the showtimes. I don't see any showtimes uh, mm. coming up soon, but hopefully soon i love it i love it already yeah uh and you know remember how a couple summers ago was the uh, little boys running through jungles and uh, <laughs> befriending animals yes and everything this is a this is a good year for like woman on woman violence or <laughs> it's like this is a good year for <laughs> We have like a simple favor that came out. Oh, and yeah. then we have uh we have this and we have Mary Queen of Scots, which is a, one oh, of our first right. December movies. But uh, uh did you ever see a simple favor? I did not. God, you're gonna love that movie. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Yeah. I love me some man. You're Kendrick. you're gonna love it. Aren't that they movie. doing an all female re- reboot of that Hugh Jackman robot fighting movie? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? No. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome if they did. <laughs> They're all like lady robots. <laughs> We're gonna reboot everything. They're like put a little bow on their hair and shit. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> a robot with a bow. Yes. It's a lady bot. That's oh right. Oh, God. It's like, who cares? It's all made of like tons of machine and metal anyway. <laughs> um, and then another thing on your November here, you have the possession of Hannah Grace, which I've seen a trailer for, and it's, and it's, it is assuring you that it's not like any other possession movie. <laughs> That's yeah. what's so crazy about Yeah, exactly. It's, I'm, Man, I, like I kind of like the concept of this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, about like a morgue worker that uh, uh, they bring in the body of a possessed girl that they tried that they killed during an exorcism, and of course the morgue worker is left alone with this body, and she's like, oh, "I'll take care of it," and so the possessed girl comes back to life and all that stuff. But then it goes into the same beats that you've seen in every other fucking horror mm-hmm. trailer. Maybe fine. But I bet you it's going to end up being formulated. I feel like I've already seen this movie. Yeah. Anything, the possession or the exorcism of, insert female name here, <laughs> is, is the same. This is the same as the exorcism of Emily Rose, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, I think it's even from one of the producers of Exorcism. <laughs> like it's like there's a movie. There something. It's either there. that one. There's another horror movie. It's funny. Like usually it's from the producers of. Yeah. But this was the one trailer I saw was from a producer. <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. yeah I saw this is the new. I guess this is the new title scheme, right? We're taking over the bad grandpa bad moms bad dads all that now that now it's the the something of girls name yeah exactly. the incarceration of melissa <laughs> right McCarthy. the life of david yeah. gale yeah exactly <laughs> life of david gale exactly 
Well, we did have the miseducation of Cameron Pope. <laughs> yep, yep. That was just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It's just like a thing. Yeah. I bet you could. I bet the you ballad could go, of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> exactly. You could go down a rabbit hole. I'm telling you, man, you could number twenty three this shit. Uh, you could number twenty three this that shit. Bernie Madoff syndrome going. Yeah, you exactly. see it all over the place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we start in December with Mary Queen of Scots, which I just mentioned a minute ago. This trailer looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, is this the one with Shearshi Ronan? Yes. Yeah, it does look good. I only watched this trailer for the for, for prep for this, but I'm I'm willing to watch anything she's in at this point. She like yeah. I keep seeing all these articles about this great acting talent, this rising, our hot young talent. Like she's been fucking fantastic in everything, all the yeah. way back since Hannah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Margot Robbie plays Elizabeth in this. Oh, she's uh, all roughed up at yeah. times in this one too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, don't even think I recognize. But her. there's this big rivalry between the two because they're they're both considered like co-queens essentially they're both hot yeah. queens they're vying for hottest queen <laughs> right right, right. yeah exactly <laughs> correct um they're both battling with freddie mercury <laughs> yep the hottest queen. yes you know um and i don't mean that in a gay way a just of, to make sure that <laughs> well, well, he was in a band called queen. he was in a band yeah, a lot of people don't didn't know that but yes. you know that's what that's what happened <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a sort of a, a power struggle with the two, and it's uh, sort of the beginning of England Scotland bad relations and shit like that. Yeah, it looks really interesting, and that's a part of history that you'd think that we would know about, given Braveheart and Outlaw King. Have you seen Outlaw King yet? Is that a Netflix joint? Yeah. Um, I need to. The Chris yeah. Pine? Yeah, the Chris Pine. Instead, I watched Buster Scruggs three times. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> have you seen it three times? I have. I've got to see that. Is it is, is it good? I love it, and I think you know where I land on most. Cohen stuff is kind of hit or miss for mm. me, but it's like all the best parts of No Country and Hudsucker and O, and o Brother. Yeah. I, I hear the Tom that. Waits part is really good. It's probably... It's, I've already done a ranking of my favorite <laughs> order with Dicer on Twitter, but it's already changed since then. That's oh, yeah. that's an excellent short. I love that. Oh, I can't wait. I may do that this afternoon. Anyway, yeah, that one. And there's another martial arts pick from uh, with uh, the guy from the two raid movies. Oh, it's yeah. A Netflix you, film. Eco UAs. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. supposed to be outrageous. Yeah. So I got to watch that as well. No. Uh, this does look really good, though. Um, that part of history looks really ripe for mm-hmm. this kind of lush storytelling. You know? Yeah. And and exa- exactly as Jeremy was alluding to, Shersha Ronan looks amazing and that fucking mm-hmm. thing yeah. looks great uh then there's vox lux to speaking of fucking amazing natalie portman <laughs> this is either going to be incredible or a, a, an incredible performance in a piece of crap yes i agree <laughs> because it she's like that. she's gone for something and the trailer suggests that she's landed it whether or not the movie around her does i i have no fucking clue <laughs> yeah now i don't think this is this is is this not this is not based on a real person right no, no it's inspired by several pop stars yeah apparently. some pop divas and yeah. everything and gaga sia yeah 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 exactly <laughs> Yeah, this uh, is directed by Brady Corbett, who I, I think I he's mainly he's an actor. Uh, like he's he was in Funny Games and stuff like that. Oh, but, is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, he, I don't think I think this is his first big directory director uh movie. Interesting. Um, well, and despite the trailer, from what I've read, she's only in like half the movie. Like it's like oh, really told in. Uh, half when she's a child and half when she's an adult, and I think it cuts back and forth between the two. So it's kind of like before her rise to fame. And after her fall and her attempt at like a second coming career or what have you. Oh, I got you. Because she was survived a, a school shooting, right? That was like her her background. Wow. I'm, I did didn't you pay enough that? attention to the trailer then. 
pretty sure that's how that I didn't. Well, yes, if it's she so- survives a horrific school shooting okay. in Staten Island. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, it, it probably focuses on that part of her life. And then the the, the older after part. she's Lady Gaga level famous. Uh, yeah, I, it, it looks very, very interesting to yep, me. And if sure she does. can pull the weight of it, which I, I'm sure she can, I think I'm probably going to be into this movie. Yeah, it, it's intriguing. And we keep asking for, you know, original ideas. That, that's yeah, that's this. Yep. <laughs> Uh, then we have Mortal Engines, uh, which is, it's got all the names, Peter Jackson, Philippa Boyens, all these people. Now, none of them directed this movie. <laughs> right. And it was somebody, it's somebody else. But I wish they would stop making these movies. That well, this like looks this. apparently a beloved series of books. Mm-hmm. But I said on Twitter, and I think to you guys in person, it looks like one of those bad mobile game commercials. Yeah. Where they've like shot a live action <laughs> redonkulous cgi version of what the 2d mobile game warfare yes. will look and then kate not kate hudson kate who upton it? upton is in there at the yeah. end wasn't she in one of those mobile yeah she ads? was she was schwarzenegger like, was too yeah <laughs> well yeah. you got it yeah um yeah uh it it reminds me of like golden compass or yeah. you know you know, one of these type of movies where they've, they've, they've gotten a hot property, a hot book property. And then they're like, we're going to, we're going to go boss the wall with the special effects in this. It's going to be fucking awesome. And like everything, everything in that trailer is empty to me. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's like a, there's like scenes in there, like just brief shots of people. And then it's like something, something blowing up, mm-hmm. like all in this weird red and yellow kind of CGI explosion thing or whatever. And like, I was like, Oh, I bet that was devastating. <laughs> you know, yeah. it reminds me of social network when the Winklevire and the president of Harvard's office and one of them was like, sir, what you just said to me makes no sense. <laughs> and the president goes, I'm devastated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just saw that again the other day. Uh, but yeah, I don't even I don't I don't even know what this movie's supposed to be about. That's the problem. Like the when I see a trailer and I've seen this trailer three or four times, I don't know what it's supposed to be about. There's like a single sliver in there where where the girl's like, "I got to do this for my mother." That's right. And yeah. you're like, "Oh, well, I don't have any emotional connection to your mother." So <laughs> maybe well, the people who read the books. I don't even know what the stakes are, but like, yeah, he says we've got a big a gun big enough to destroy an entire city. Of course you do because they're all mobile, mm-hmm. and if you have just kind of like a big gun, you yeah. probably take some shit out by the way on the subject of uh books being turned into shitty looking movies um two things the lee child who wrote the jack reacher series Uh has somehow made it so that there's a bunch of headlines going around that tom cruise is out as jack reacher as they turn it into a show yeah Mm -hmm. and from what my research i'm pretty good at research Mm -hmm. from what my research shows lee child hates tom cruise and wants him out uh, but Tom Cruise owns the rights. Oh, really? Wow. And he's trying, in my opinion, to force Tom Cruise to let go of them so he can make a show with somebody else. Interesting. Because he, he never liked Tom Cruise in the role. Oh, he's but terrible. Also, in that role. The, whoever the name of the guy is <laughs> that wrote the um, Percy Jackson books, <laughs> apparently there's. A, I didn't watch all the video, I just read a summary, but apparently there's a video where he just kind of goes off about like. Because apparently they can't. The studio came to him partway through production, and he gave them all these notes on how to make it good and fix what they were doing, and they literally ignored them all. Oh mm. fuck that, man! And 
somebody in the comments said, well, Disney owns these rights now through the Fox purchase, so maybe he'll have another shot to hmm. get Percy Jackson out there. Yeah, but we'll Percy see. Jackson is one of the most, that one and Aragon are maybe the two most famous, the fans of the books are livid at the movies. <laughs> um, so and I just thought that was interesting. Mortal <laughs> Engines probably be the same thing. Yeah. Uh, then we have The Mule. Uh, it's a trailer. You've, if you've gone to any movie theater in the last uh, month, you've probably seen this trailer. The Clint Eastwood. It looks awesome. It looks awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks like Gran Torino awesome. Yeah. It looks, uh, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's about a guy who is in his 80s who's still uh, running drugs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And looks like he goes, it gets, like, gets into some stuff that's way over his head at, at his age, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. just people, like, you know, ready to kill him and stuff like that. It looks really interesting. So Gran Torino meets We're the Millers? Yes. <laughs> and actually, that would sell me yeah. if that were the pitch. No, yeah. it's exactly because the first, uh, the trailer, like one of the first shots shows him getting pulled over and, you know, laughing affably with the uh, the guy. And he opens up the trunk and it's a bricks of fucking cocaine or yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, And they don't show anything that happens after that. Oh, so cool. It's super, I super intense. I haven't seen this trailer. Well, uh, it looks I, really, really well, good. Well, they do show that, the, that he, there's enough of a cover that he can just kind of like... It's not the bricks of cocaine aren't just lying out in the middle. Oh, like, I thought like, the cop was was looking at them. No, I I I think that there's enough of a cover there that the the cop doesn't see oh, it. Oh, I see. And uh, and whatever bullshit that he's pitching is is working probably also due to his age too. Right. Like yeah, yeah. if it was anybody else, and you know, no, it's a perfect cover to have an old white dude running drugs for you, right? Yeah. Um. Then we have a Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Which, uh, again, it looks great. Uh, it looks funny. I'm so uh, excited for this. I want to see it. I just don't think it's going to connect to John Q. Customer, though. I believe it's mm. going to be a little too experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation is gorgeous, but a lot of times animation that doesn't look... There's a reason Illumination movies all look the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes when a movie comes along with animation that's way outside the stylistic norm, audiences can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily drawn to it. And uh, and then the whole alternate universe is crashing all into one, I think, has people confused. I understand it because I've read a little bit about it. I paid attention to the trailer, but I also kind of know how it works in the Spider-Man comics in that there's like dozens of different spider people with their own comic lines. Um. I think it's going to be amazing, but I agree with Chris. I think it's going to flop. I think they they should really be selling Lord and Miller's involvement more than they are. Yeah. From the guys that made the Lego movie. I didn't mm. even realize that they were involved. Well, I don't think they're the directors. I think no, they're the they, producers or the writers. Yeah. Um. I was looking at this the other day, and I didn't see Miller's name. Oh, maybe it's it. not even both it's, of them. Well, it's Lord for sure. Um. Uh. Lord is on the screenplay... I do not see Miller, but uh, he could be a producer or something. <laughs> From a writer. Yeah. But yes, uh, it does have that same sensibility because it's got all this, you know, this craziness that keeps coming in. You yeah. know, like you have the pig spider, the spider pig, essentially, yeah, right. with uh, John Mulaney's voice and everything. <laughs> and you have uh, Haley Steinfeld playing Gwen Stacy. Yep. And, um, but it's all these different spider people together. Uh, and it's really fun. I'm gonna, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But yep. I think this is one of those movies that tops out at like forty, fifty million dollars. Yeah, kind of has that vibe. Yeah, it's got a it's got a unique animation style. Yeah. To it may it. be one of those that lives on for a long time. I mean, depending on if it's good. But if it if it is good, 
I bet it'll find an audience. Down I think the road. if you ask like hardcore superhero fans about Batman Mask of the Phantasm, mm-hmm. they're all going to rave immediately. But that it's not like that thing made three hundred million at the box office <laughs> and just killed. Right, right. It mm-hmm. was released in the box office, made a, a little bit of money, and then found its audience at home, on home video. Yeah, I don't think this will be that bad, but I think it'll be similar. Also, is this too conspiratorial to say? This is how they are going to get Miles Morales into a Spider-Man movie. Like they would never do a a, a regular uh, live action one. No, the, I, I agree. Think, I think they're hint. They were hinting at it in Homecoming because that's uh, Donald Glover's nephew, right? Yeah, that's the hint. Um, but I still see that as more of a an Easter egg. Oh, really? Than like a setup. And I I do think because this into the Spider-Verse is taking place in Miles Morales's Spider-Man universe. Mm -hmm. The rest of the Spider-Man have been sucked into Miles's world. Mm. So Peter Parker's in this movie, but he's not in his own universe in this movie. He's left his own universe. Mm -hmm. And I think, yes, I think this is all to get Miles Morales on the public consciousness a little higher than he was so that they at least have the possibility. Yeah um yeah that was just something that i noticed i was like it's forever they've been talking about maybe doing a miles morales and then they do it with the animation and it's like all right well i guess that counts well even when they even when they announced homecoming before it was called homecoming but they decided to make a new spider-man they there was a movement to cast donald glover and have him be the miles morales version yeah yeah yeah. trilogy Mm -hmm. and i think we will one day get there because that is one of the new incarnations of a superhero the comics have done where the fans have all just kind of loved it that was a thing uh donald glover was saying i had in his stand-up act a few years ago this is way before he was in homecoming or anything like that but um he was talking about how he was rumored to be the next miles morales or the next spider-man he'd be miles morales and everything and uh and he's like everybody came out on the internet and said you know this is bullshit and he's not he's not you know you know black people can't be spider-man and all that other stuff and um and uh and he's like he saw one comment where somebody was like this is like making michael sarah shaft and he's like do you know how long i would wait in line to watch michael sarah play shaft (laughs) yeah that would rule yeah um (laughs) Uh, then there is uh, Barry Jenkins' new movie, If Beale Street Could Talk. Mm. Yeah, man, this is uh, this is swinging for the fences. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, it's a heavy dramatic. It's a heavy movie. like family drama type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, I'll tell I you guess. what, if Walking in Memphis shows up in this movie, I am out. <laughs> I am going to doubt that it does. Um, it I, looks very good though. Yeah, yeah, it does look good. It's uh, I mean, it looks beautifully shot and everything. It's uh. I, I don't know anything other than the trailer doesn't really... I don't remember the trailer giving me a real... It looks like it's different generations. There's one guy that goes to jail and mm-hmm. has a, a impregnates his girlfriend or, or wife or whatever it is before that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long away uh, he's away for. Um, but it's got a lot of characters, uh, like actors that you recognize, but mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot of them by name it's I mean, this is us memphis yeah <laughs> i was yeah, gonna say but, what you're talking about sounds a lot like the movie that this is us guy just put out that flopped that um this is we whatever it was called what was it? it it's the one that had oscar isaacs in it yeah Olivia Wilde. i know what you're talking <laughs> it about it was a similarly innocuously named something it was <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we are this <laughs> um 
I uh, the one the one actor that I did know uh, did I, I did uh, know was Regina King. Yeah, and then um, and uh, I will I will butcher this name, and I'm sorry, but Ingenue Ellis mm-hmm. is another one. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of people that you but you know will recognize. Yes, um, life itself is what you're talking about. Actually. Life itself, yeah life itself yeah it might as well be christ this is we might as well be. they should have just called the title might as well be um then we have the pg-13 deadpool once upon a deadpool which has apparently fred savage in it okay. i saw the trailer did you did you know this was coming out did, i knew a pg-13 like- version was coming out but it, does it does it have new footage yes like yeah. throughout like is it 30 percent or is it no i think i think it's probably going to end up being 10 12 minutes of new footage okay and um, what's the rest of it going to be a heavily edited deadpool 2 deadpool 2 yes oh, okay yeah so they put out a trailer I, for this i saw the trailer the trailer's fucking great yeah but i think that's the joke right like the trailer itself like now this don't get me wrong it'll make plenty of money maybe not as much as they hope but the trailer is the joke. Fred Savage yeah. being there. That, that if I go see the movie and Fred Savage is in it, which he's gonna be, yeah, um, it's gonna be less funny to me now. And then it's just gonna be the movie I've already seen with some of the fucks bleeped or gone. Yeah, and yeah. it's an. I'm more fascinated from a business standpoint than I am an entertainment standpoint. I don't think there's much value entertainment wise, but from a business standpoint. I think they're kind of hoping they might have found a way to make an extra 40 or 50 million. Off. And I, I bet they will. Isn't, they might very well do isn't it. This, it seems like there is a lot of sort of experimenting going on like like this. Like if this like I don't like the idea of this experiment just because they're if if it does do something, that means that's They're going to revert back to PG-13 movies. Or they're just going to give us two versions now. Yeah. Right? Or they'll yeah. just give yeah, us two versions. True. That's true. Um you know like and it feels like that's what almost feels like because this mary poppins returns is coming out saving mr banks was like saving mr banks was sort of an idea of is mary poppins still popular and it turns out that a lot of people went to go see that saving mr banks movie so yeah let's make mary poppins returns which (sighs) may have already been in it may have already been in development when that was but it's it's weird that saving mr banks was a christmas movie a couple years ago and now they're coming out with mary poppins returns yeah and that mary poppins movie is going to make all the billions Mm -hmm. yes yes it is um and then we have aquaman um i i like the director i like Mm -hmm. james wan um i don't like anything else about it <laughs> that trailer looks awful and and uh and it's just it's just it's it could be that we're just old guys i understand that i don't think i would be i don't think my 18 year old self would be uh, interested in this movie you know you know what it looks like dc now and and having accidentally caught justice league on hbo and stuff like that just with the color palette that they're working with, with the effects and the rubberiness of the characters, it's like they've given up on trying to do anything competitive to Marvel. And they're mm. going super pulpy and, and you know, bright colors and, you know, cartoonish effects. It's and that's their like, thing. Yeah. But nobody likes their thing. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> almost like they feel like they have to counter-program yeah. Marvel within the superhero genre 
when the very reason that's the very reason they're failing yeah yeah they're doubling down on it from what from the looks of this trailer and from justice league they took they took all the wrong lessons and it seems like they're getting they're just digging in I, like, yeah. this is our I thing. agree except for aquaman the trailer for aquaman to me felt avatar levels of neon bright yes no that's what i'm saying and that to me is not typical of dc's films to date in the dc but you mean tone more than yeah colors. yes that's the thing is we're we're semantically stepping on different anyway uh yeah movie looks like shit I, it, i'm gonna need five people i trust to tell me it's good before i get that yeah. movie money. <laughs> um <clears throat> jason momoa it looks fine he wasn't the problem with justice no. league or anything like that uh he looks like he he's gotten a reverent take on or maybe the character's irreverent i don't really know a whole lot about Aquaman besides the Saturday morning cartoons mm. where he was like a I think the comics have tried ever since those cartoons to make him less of a joke. Oh, okay. Um because he was he became the joke. Right. That's why they even had Ben Affleck talking about, oh here you can talk to fish. Yeah. Uh-huh, I'm clever. Um <clears throat> that's actually the whole line. I don't mm-hmm. know if you mm-hmm. remember that from that mm-hmm. movie. Um yeah. And there's a there's a scene too where it looks like they're going down to the Gungan City. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. it's it's just I mean, you would think that somebody during the the concepts of all that would have been like I'm getting Star Wars prequel uh sensibilities here. We should change this. And that's what I'm saying is I don't think they can I think they want to make that their thing, but just nobody's nobody's gonna buy it. Right. Yeah. Well it's like when they put out the love letter the same weekend that Phantom Menace opened. It's counter programming. Yeah. And it just like happened there. Nobody went to see fucking the love letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Not, not even the promise of Tom Everett Scott. Yeah. No. Could pull people in. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> weird. So I mean he was the main draw of La La Land. <laughs> um then we have bumblebee it's almost like this december is a bunch of summer castaways and that's why it's so fucking annoying that solo came out so early mm-hmm. when they could have had prime real estate yes in december not saying that you guys would have liked that movie anymore i'm just saying it would have made a lot more well, money they would have had more time to make the movie too oh that's true yeah. and they had a whole snow planet scene <laughs> snow planet movies feel good in the winter yeah 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 i'm just saying exactly yeah. i agree bumblebee is not directed by michael bay it is a is a part of this so-called trans transform transylvania transformers <laughs> expanded universe or whatever that they're starting to do or at least a spinoff this is a prequel right yes yes it and, has to be because it, it happens within the because scene. the Haley steinfeld stuff where she's like what is this i don't understand what this is doesn't make any sense if it's not a prequel if it's if it's just a straight sequel how no, does she not know no, it's a pre- i know i know the answers here it's a prequel and it's so, within the same universe yes okay and cashing in on what is ever the rage 80s nostalgia right because we're going back to the 80s and she's gonna make all kinds of 80s references but this trailer looks awesome it does it It looks awesome and the reason i think it looks awesome it feels like the old cartoon where they had come to earth they meet up with a human that like the the new movies mike bay wanted so much like i don't think we ever wanted to make a transformers movie he Mm. wanted to make he wanted to make Pacific Rim robots fighting each other yeah. and crammed it into the Transformers universe because Transformers 
in my memory was always as much about hiding and running as it was fighting with like when they fought it was like season finale bitches like they were most <laughs> of the time it was like reconnaissance and sneaking uh-huh. and repairing anyway this movie looks awesome to me i have my fingers crossed but i will not be surprised if it's well uh, Haley steinfeld is a much more appealing lead than shia labeouf and mark Wahlberg or megan mm-hmm. fox yes mm-hmm. or megan fox and um uh, so i for that alone, I I may end up watching this, but the the trailer problem for me is that it's the same shit. The robots, the Transformers, and, and everybody are having problems on their other planet, and for some reason, it always somehow comes back to Earth, and like get your shit together on the other planet. Why yeah. is why is everything on Earth? <laughs> With, you didn't even really have that big of a of a presence on Earth, and except you stashed all your fucking artifacts. I think there. I just realized something. Maybe my goodwill towards this movie is simply because of the Transformers characters that are in it. Oh yeah, because Michael Bay threw so many of my favorites to the side. Oh we, yeah, we never got fucking sideswipe. Hmm. Right. But this movie has looks like it has Starscream. Mm-hmm. Looks like it has. Um, the boombox evil guy sound sound blaster <laughs> yeah. sound wave sound yeah, wave sound wave sound yeah. wave fuck fuck yeah. but it's got all the ones from the cartoon that i remember right. maybe that's just happening yeah dude i used to run home 14 blocks from elementary school to catch the last 15 minutes of a transformers cartoon you're episode. a huge transformers fan i still makes, have the comics but it makes you wonder really? why were those transformers cartoons playing at exactly that time yeah Rather than a little bit later, considering... Yeah. It was like an hour block, and it was Transformers and then G.I. Joe, and I didn't like G.I. Joe. Yeah. But I would have to run home to get to the end (laughs) of Transformers and then change it over to like a Cubs game or some shit. Yeah. Um, Then we have second act. We talked about second act in the uh, fall preview and how I just don't believe in this movie at all like like Jennifer Lopez is supposed to be this like poor worker and we're supposed to be like you know uh like all excited that this poor person gets into this uh, executive role to be all excited because she's wearing a backpack yeah exactly that's right yeah somebody faked a Facebook page and that gets you a job yeah and and so it's like I don't I don't feel like Jennifer Lopez and this is this is a a problem of someone being having their image thrown out there every day. I don't believe it when we're supposed to be happy that you are a poor person coming to b- become rich mm. or in a big position of power when you are that person. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. are already that person. And uh and so like it needs to be somebody else. It needs to be a completely it needs to be a Gina Rodriguez or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Uh, that would make more sense uh, than Jennifer fucking Lopez. Um, She's still Jenny from the block, man. No, nah, she really isn't. She really is. I'm <laughs> I, not sure she I ever was. I can guarantee you that if she went to the fucking Bronx, she'd be running back into a like how like trying to get out to get the fuck out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> as soon as everybody starts crowding around her and everything. Um, then we have Welcome to Marwin. This is a movie that I really want to see and I really hope is good and everything but i'm getting all those weird secret life of walter mitty vibes from it yes that's the same way i'm feeling yeah although i will say in that movie's defense i was really underwhelmed by it but after five more viewings i kind of secretly <laughs> love it really 
Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie grew on me First hard. of all, you've watched it that many <laughs> there's times. A, there's an episode of Parks and Rec where Chris Pratt is talking about, like, uh, which movie is it? Uh, it's like, uh, he's. I, I wish I remembered the movie. But he's like, it's like, it's like watching that movie. At first you watch it, it's pretty good. And then the second time you watch it, oh, okay, it's all, it's all right. And then the third time you watch it, it's, oh, I don't know if I really like this or not. And then the fourth one, it's really not that good. <laughs> but no, I can see, I can see that. It's, Secret Life of Walter Mitty or downsizing or any of these type of movies is what Welcome to Marwin feels like. Uh, Steve Carell has been badly beaten in some sort of like uh, street fight or something like mm. that. Uh, and to cope with that, he's sort of created his own world with these. Now, I don't know if this is all in his, I guess it's all in his head. I don't think he's doing stop motion shit in his, like, right. He's not actually filming this or anything. He is I staging think dioramas. Yeah. He's, he's and photographing. Yeah. But he's not like doing the, no. like, frame by frame no those fa those are fantasy sequences yeah I'm those are positive. yeah i think those are fantasy sequences but they in the fantasy sequences are hyper realistic looking uh versions of the actors like janelle monet and leslie mann and all these um and that's how but he sort of coped intentionally uncanny valleyed them up to yes. like to where they look fake mm -hmm. right this is also kind of giving me singing detective vibes. Did you ever see that movie? I've seen parts of singing detective. I've never seen the whole thing. It's hard to watch. His makeup job is hard to watch when he's like when he's I was, burn version. They've been playing it on HBO a lot recently. Who's and, in that? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. And uh, Katie Holmes. And uh, it's not good. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I just meant a guy who's traumatized has fantasy sequences. Right. It's really the only connection. <laughs> right. And, uh, and that, I think that's the only reason why I stopped over was like Katie Holmes. All right. Um, <laughs> she's your Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Maybe she she'll do has, that shoulder thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she'll do the shoulder thing. Uh, but, uh, but well, Nor Marwin looks really good. It looks like maybe a return to form for Robert Zemeckis, but yeah. you never know. Yeah. But I like Steve Carell. I like Leslie Mann. I like Janelle Monet. I, uh, I'm definitely going to watch it's a 40 year old version. Uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those it. movies that kind of has, it's like a roller coaster from the ground. You can see the setup and it looks perfect, but you don't really know what's waiting on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. hill. And it could, it could really go south quick or it could be thrilling. And I'm hoping for the latter because I really want it to work. I got to watch Secret Life of uh, Walter Mitty. Have you never seen it? I don't think I have. At all? No. Well, then you're going to find it probably like charming. Okay. Just because there's nothing this has been bad still about right? it. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't hit, like it thinks it's hitting home runs and it's hitting like singles and doubles. <laughs> and it's got a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, I gotta check it out. Uh, then we have Cold War, which is, uh, it, now is this, is this going straight to Amazon? Like I'm, I'm sure it'll have a theatrical release just for Oscar mm -hmm. consideration, but is this essentially straight going to Amazon or they is produced it? it? I think it's going uh, to because the service. Because they do yeah. come out with movies theatrically. Yes. Uh, and let them have a good run yes. a lot of times. So I, but it is an Amazon produced movie. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Casey Affleck, uh, Manchester by the Sea yeah, was an yeah, Amazon movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one is, uh, it's like a romance. It's a black and white. It looks beautiful. You know, first of all, the the, the leads in this movie uh, are are scorchingly attractive, mm -hmm. both the the male and the female. Yeah, female in particular. Mm -hmm. um, but it's got it's got almost like a La La Land vibe with a, a lot of singing and dancing and mm -hmm. drama and stuff like that. But 
it's one of those trailers where like every other frame has some sort of glowing review from a, a critic where it's like spellbinding, uh, sultry, you know, everything, Us Weekly, LA Times, Hollywood Reporter, like all this stuff, New York Times. And it's like, you know, sorry to bother you had all that on there too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And that ultimately came out to mixed reviews. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. And of course, I'm you just... never know about those blurbs either, where they cut line, cut, cut words out mm-hmm. sometimes. You yeah. Know? I saw one, the, I, I, I shouldn't even bring it up because I can't even remember what it was, but there was one that was, it was so obvious <laughs> that they cut out stuff. And it was it, it, the whatever the blurb was basically just meant nothing. It's like <laughs> this movie. movie really goes for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this it's movie like, is a movie, right? Yeah, it was almost. I mean, no, seriously, it was like that almost. It, um, it has a beginning and an end, yeah, right? Yeah, it was very much like that. It's like it's and, and you read and I was reading that. I read that blurb. I sat there and looked at it for a long time. I was like, what is that saying? It's, there were doors. There were walls. Yeah, there were doors. There were walls. <laughs> This looks interesting, though. Yeah, it does. Um, it reminds me, and we don't have this on the preview because, um, but that Roma movie that's, uh, uh, is it coming? Oh, I, how did I leave that out? That's well, like December 16th. It's right? got a super, well, it's, that's the date it hits Netflix. Right. It's got a super limited release. I'm not even sure it's going to come to Nashville. Yeah, I think I it's know. only in New York and LA right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see this on a big screen actually, because yeah. it looks gorgeous. It does. And, uh, I don't know why I think I even saw, doesn't it even say in the trailer, doesn't one of the blurbs they quote say, see it on the biggest screen yeah, yeah, possible. Yeah. And yeah. I had to chuckle when I realized, well, 98% of us are going to be seeing this on Netflix. So yeah, well, yeah. That's, I that's cannot, I cannot fucking wait. Oh, that trailer's amazing. Uh, yeah. Man, I went back and I watched uh, Great Expectations again. Yeah. Uh, the, the Quran version from 1998. That's interesting. I've seen that since the last time we discussed it. Yeah. I watched it for you. I can find the cracks in it. I was infatuated with it back in the day, uh, but I've watched it probably 20, 25 times now. And I can find the little cracks in it. But I just I did realize he's got like an eight minute unbroken one shot oh yeah that follows ethan hawk when he's going to attend his uh his cocktail party to and uh, ends up running into estella and it follows him all the way into the party and through and all that stuff and all the conversation with hank Azaria, and then him running out after them in the rain to the the restaurant and them dancing and then them coming out of that restaurant and going to his ah. place to have sex uh and you can see like the early stages of where he's going to build to children well, of men the and stuff I like that. I came away with the two takeaways where I still don't really like that movie, but it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, the end is hammy as hell, but mm-hmm. I'm imagining that's, that's how the book is written and that the movie is just following with it. But like, yeah. it's like convenience town at yeah. the end of that movie. <laughs> yeah, that is. And I don't know if we mentioned his name, but it's Alfonso Cuaron right. who yeah. did Roma, Roma and uh, Roma. Yeah. So, um, that looks, that looks fantastic. But my point is that I think he's building, even though I guess you could say he took a step back with gravity, it's just different uh, subject matter than Children of Men. Mm-hmm. But like, it seems like he's building and building and building. Yeah. And this one, I'm just super geeked for. Yeah, yeah. I am too. I, I can't wait to see it. All right, so it's time to uh, talk about movie again. Yeah. And, uh, man, they just keep on coming out with stuff that you just you're compelled to watch. I know. I, I know. I saw uh, Steve McQueen's first movie. Okay. I am so psyched to watch that. Yeah. It's, it's called, called Hunger. Yeah. Um, 
and because it's it's steve mcqueen obviously it's going to go to the depths of like oh this is awful what is it about so it is about a prisoner it's about prisoners who are from the irish republican army who are sent to this thing uh, sent to this prison called the maze prison or something like that mm uh irish republicans are still trying to get uh, uh seen by the english parliament and all that that's the i guess the crux of the there's like a you know obviously a long backstory between it with the irish republican army and british mm. rule and all sorts of stuff um but um uh they're they're considered terrorists because they do all of their things as as political mm-hmm. as political crimes, political bombings, political everything. There's a thing from I think it's actually the actual Margaret Thatcher stuff that's saying that she's like we don't consider these political bombings, we don't consider these political this murders, political blah blah blah. We just consider them criminal right. murders, blah 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 blah. Um, so these uh, prisoners are being sent to this maze prison. And uh, they are uh, immediately uh, protesting their incarceration, uh, doing stuff like uh, going on hunger strikes, which is what the title is about, uh, and doing other stuff that's really gross, like, you know, smearing their own shit on the walls mm. and um like pouring out their their toilets into the into the hallways. And uh, is, that's how I got my parents to buy me a Nintendo. Mm-hmm, there you go. Yep. And so. It, we we follow two prisoners at first and they're the ones who are sort of like uh uh the ones who are um making everything happen with among with the other prisoners and then michael fassbender shows up mm-hmm. and he's the main guy for a while for the rest of the movie once he shows up he's uh definitely like considered like one of the big leaders of this movement and everything and he there is a 17 minute unbroken shot now it's not like a like a crazy go down the hallway and like you know how they do all that with the lights and the focus and all that it's just a static shot of him and liam cunningham who plays sir davos in game of thrones Mm -hmm. plays a priest uh of them talking about what he's about to do and he's like i'm gonna go on another hunger strike the last hunger strike that happened that was a bunch of bullshit and people got a little emotional about it and didn't go the full way i'm willing to go the full way with this Hmm. and the priest is like you know no you don't want to do this you this is going to be considered suicide this is going to be considered something against the church you don't want to do that and he's trying to appeal to him you've got a young son at home all this other stuff you don't want to do any of this he's like i'm willing to go the full way tells a whole story about why he's willing to go the full way um that is the centerpiece of the movie and it's fucking amazing Hmm. uh apparently i read this that liam cunningham moved into michael fassbender's apartment and they sat there and did that scene for like four or five days to make sure they got it right wow and uh it's 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 one of those things like it when it's it just comes up on you you're like oh wait a minute I've been talking for a really long time <laughs> and then it just keeps going you're like damn they're fucking good they got it in four takes apparently wow um but uh yeah uh fastbender yeah it's it's basically about him and going on his on that hunger strike and everything and it and he had to apparently he had to go on a crash diet that was medically monitored oh jesus that's, that's what he was doing the whole like method thing where he was like you could see his ribs and and i don't know what they that he's got these awful bed sores at some point you know and, wow but uh has he been in every steve mcqueen movie because he was uh, wow. mcqueen did shame didn't he I, yes yeah and, and he was in 12 years, 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 years slave, but i don't know if he's in widows oh that's true yeah oh man i really want to he see probably that. is now that you said that yeah he, he probably, probably has like is. a cameo somewhere <laughs> he probably like, does show up he's like bruce campbell to <laughs> steve mcqueen's sam Raimi. Yeah, so maybe right. so uh the movie's uh the movie is very good obviously it is uh dark material you Hard don't want to wanna, you don't want to get into like get into that in uh you know 
if you're in a bad mood or whatever. <laughs> so, if uh, you are in a bad mood and want to be lifted out of it, I, there's one movie that's a classic that's playing on there right now called The Lion in Winter. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, you want to see some all-star, all-time acting genius. Watch mm. this movie. Mm. Peter O'Toole plays uh, King Henry. Um, Catherine Hepburn plays his wife. Aunt, young Anthony Hopkins plays his son. There's uh, Timothy Dalton in there. Wait, wait, wait. Anthony there's, Hopkins was young? That's right. <laughs> yeah, he plays Richard the Lionheart, so there's that's, like a Robin Hood. Oh, that, wow. That's just not possible. <laughs> uh, this movie is fucking amazing. Yeah. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I haven't wow. seen it in forever, but I saw it in high school, and so <laughs> I, I'm going to have to watch it now as this an older person. This is definitely a good excuse, because O'Toole... By the way, O'Toole was only 36 when he played this, but he's playing King Henry at 50. Mm-hmm. Um, the the relationship between Henry and his wife, played by Catherine Hepburn, is magical mm-hmm. because they hate each other, kind of, because he's fucked around the whole time, but they still love each other. They still crack each other up. This movie is not like one of those heavy, classic, you know, all these fanciful medieval stuff. I like that voice you're it's- doing. <laughs> It's got like a lot of humor. It's got a lot of acerbic wit and things like that. Uh, it is awesome. You should totally. Yeah, watch that it. was the also uh, Hepburn um, tied for best actress that year with Barbara Streisand. Uh, oh, really? For Funny Girl. Wow. And uh, Funny Face. Funny Face? No, it's Funny Girl. Funny Girl. That's right. <laughs> Mm. funny people yeah funny people yes yeah, it's funny girl but they tied that was i think it's the only time that's ever happened is a tie for uh, any of those awards that's a little crazy to me because as i've seen funny girl and it's perfectly fine but mm-hmm. Catherine hepburn is goddamn unbelievable in this yeah movie. They may have been tired. They may have had some Hepburn, you know. <laughs> Hepburn fatigue. Fatigue. Uh, anyway, if you want to experience these movies like we have, uh, go to Mubi.com slash CinemaSins, M-U-B-I.com slash CinemaSins. You get 30-day free trial. Free. That's right. Free. 30 days. That's There's a lot of movies. literally no risk. That's right. It takes th- like 30 seconds of your time to go over there and sign up. The more I get into this service, the more I want other things curated for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I, yeah. I, I love this so much to where I wouldn't just pop in The Lion in Winter, but because it's there and I was like, man, that's got a lot of good people in it. You watch that and you're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. I wouldn't have otherwise uh, experienced it. So yeah. It's, it, sign up today. It's awesome. Uh, then there is Mary Poppins Returns. Um, <sighs> I, I I couldn't be less excited about a movie. <laughs> I couldn't either. It looks charming. I mean, she's- no, it looks no, it looks perfectly <laughs> fine. And I love Emily Blunt. <laughs> yep. I love me some Emily Blunt. Uh, but I will not be watching this in theaters <laughs> no. unless I'm dragged into it somehow. No, I do think it's going to be the hit of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's going to be. Like all those other Disney live actions that I hate. Yeah. That everyone else is going to like it. The critics are going to think it's anywhere from good to great, and I'm going to not like it. Mm-hmm. What yep. What are the competitors to the hit of this season? It's not going to be Aquaman, right? Well, I'm just saying there are a number of movies that hope to make big box office in December, and I think this one's going to walk away with the crowd. Yeah, it's I guess going Bumblebee to do it easily. Could. The problem is, is that Aquaman is going to have... Um, it's going to have uh, DC fatigue, which mm-hmm. is a, 
I know that we should think that there's Marvel fatigue, but they keep making movies people like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And DC uh, is making movies that people don't like, really. Mm-hmm. And, and and so, like, I feel like Aquaman and Bumblebee sort of cancel each other out. They're coming out the same day. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you're right. That's a that's not good. Um, it's, I think that's how they're that's how they've got that lined up. Yeah, second act, uh, Bumblebee and aquaman and welcome to marwin are all on the same day yeah and uh and so i i don't know what the people the producers of of bumblebee are thinking here i i really think that aquaman should just have had the release date and bumblebee should have been a summer mm-hmm. 2019 movie. they've been showing the trailers for like a fucking year now. yeah or they could have <laughs> snuck it in on a march or something mm-hmm. or an april it would you know why does it have to be on this date um you're just cannibalizing each other yep um then there's holmes and watson oh god this is will ferrell and john c Riley back together but no adam mckay and there's one laugh in that trailer yeah. yes yeah, yeah. when he tries to shoot the bees with the gun yes. right <laughs> every other joke in that trailer is not only not funny it's yeah bad yeah right and some of it is just fucking offensive because they can get away with it and the poster of them doing gang signs of an h and a w yeah it's almost like i there's a 5% chance they, they know what they're doing in this movie is a troll. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This yeah. is a guy yeah, who yeah. made an entire movie in Spanish <laughs> just because he could. Yeah. yeah. This is a guy who has multiple years made Super Bowl commercials for a tiny brewery that air in one market right. in middle America. Like, yeah. Will Ferrell does what Will Ferrell wants. He did that whole Lifetime movie that apparently was, like, yes. pretty straightforward. So, this movie looks terribly unfunny, and I'm not going to go well, see it. And, and I was reading some YouTube comments, and I saw two comments to the effect of, this looks terrible, I'll be first in line. Yeah, I, I bet you there's a lot of people doing that. Right. Yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah it, and I... Yeah, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what they're doing. You're right. I would love for this to be a troll drive. Like he he knows exactly this is material that's been gone over many times. This like is like it's some kind of Andy Kaufman thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be intentionally unfunny. That's and then it's the only be funny. way it works. Yeah, <laughs> I got even choosing Sherlock Holmes of yeah. all things, which is done to death in the last twenty years. It's just everything about this feels I, wrong. I think if you had Adam McKay on it. I think it would have been it would have probably been a lot better. But speaking of which, he's busy. <laughs> he's going to have a movie in direct competition with this yeah, one called yep. Vice coming Ooh, out. Baby. They're both coming out December twenty sixth, which is an odd release date. It's the day after Christmas. Yeah. Um. But uh, Vice looks great. Sure Why does. do you say that? Um. You guys both don't like biopics. No, but I don't think this, this is a biopic. This isn't. This isn't a true biopic though. It's like the big short isn't really a biopic. Yeah, but this is about one It person. is, but it's not it's not going to go through that same it's not going to go through all that same shit that all the other biopics do, I don't believe. Hmm. Um I could be wrong, but it looks like it's focused on a four the 8 years that he was VP. Yeah, and I guess maybe a little bit before like his rise. Yeah, to a little bit before. A little bit before, sure. Like but it's not going to be one of these things like Bohemian Rhapsody where they're trying to get the entire like Here's Dick Cheney no in high kidding. school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think uh, for me, Sam Rockwell is the draw. Yeah, um, he's he's playing it understated, but also like just spot on. You know, I mean that I've, I'm already seeing Oscar buzz for 
uh, Christian Bale, but mm-hmm. and maybe he's great, but just what I see in the trailer, it's Sam Rockwell for me. I want to see. Well, plus, it's just a fucking awesome trailer. It's cut really well. So it uses that killer song, The Man, yeah. perfectly. Uh, so it may not live up to it, but I they did screen a couple days ago, and the early reviews are really good. Yeah, Bale looks like a just just dead on Dick Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm 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 definitely watching this and there's like a brief glimpse of Carell in this too. Steve Carell. Oh, Rumsfeld. He's Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. yeah, he's Donald Rumsfeld. Um and uh but uh and uh, Amy Adams is uh Lynn Cheney. What yeah, a year it's got for him. so much good stuff going for it. But well, Steve Carell's in this. Mm-hmm. He's in Mel- Welcome to Marwan. He's in Beautiful Boy. Yeah, yeah. Like that's three pretty heavy hitting movies yeah. all in this fall season. Sorry, I didn't mean to get in the way of your thought there. Did you guys ever see W? Yeah. Yes, I've CW. Seen it, I've seen it twice now. <laughs> I'm fascinated how many times they say Bushy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Po- and Poppy. Well, where did you think uh, the movie aside? Because I think the movie overall is probably generally bad. What do you think of Brolin's performance? I like it if he was told to play it that way. Mm, mm-hmm, Does mm-hmm, that make sense? Yeah. Because I feel like that is, this is Oliver Stone, yeah. right? I feel like that's Oliver Stone's opinion of Bush. Mm-hmm. And he Brolin plays him, well, he plays him about the dumbest person that ever lived. Yeah, yeah, he's completely moronic. And I don't think he's, I don't think the real George Bush is anywhere near that dumb. Mm. I think he may look dumb in comparison to other family members i think he may talk texan and sound dumb i mean from the early glimpses of sam rockwell in these though it looks like he's playing him just as dumb though like oh let's do that i feel like rockwell's playing him more affably clueless yeah i don't think there's any similarities really between his performance and josh brolin's Mm. Uh, and he and he's not doing caricature, which I really appreciate. Right, not like the Will Ferrell. Uh, yeah, version. exactly. Yeah. So, um, that's one of the things that I was surprised about when the when the Vice trailer first hit was how many people saying, "Well, Dick Cheney looks so much like Dick Cheney, but Sam Rockwell doesn't look anything like George W. Bush." And I was like, "That's not the point of yeah. that whole movie for me." Like, just because he doesn't look like, I think he does, but. I mean, it's it's mannerisms and it's a lot of other oh, things. Does yeah. That, well, Anthony Hopkins doesn't look very much like Nixon. Well, and that's another. <laughs> I brought that up. I brought that up. Nick hey, Hopkins very purposely didn't do a Nixon impression, you know, so that because you're just all you're going to be doing is sitting there like focused on the impression and how good the impression is. Because if he if he went out there and did a Duck Nixon blah blah blah, that's all we would be sitting there watching. Yeah. We wouldn't care about the story or anything like that uh i'm all in for vice uh that the big short like i've, I've hammered that movie is so good adam mckay has a terrific batting average mm-hmm. matter of fact did he do anchorman 2 that, um, that may have i think he probably had some involvement on it uh but as a director like he's batting almost a thousand i think yeah he's good mm-hmm. well yeah, yeah he did he funny did. people no, uh, he was, didn't do funny. That was Apatow. Apatow, you're right. Sorry, got him crossed. No, uh, there's, there's a lot of overlap. But uh, yeah, Anchorman too. I mean, yeah, that, I almost wonder if that's anybody's fault except the studios. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, well, if you're gonna throw eighty million dollars at us, yeah. all right, I guess we'll get the band back together. Yeah. And then finally, rounding out December, we have On the Basis of Sex, which is the uh, is another Ruth Bader Ginsburg story. This time, more dramatized. We have an RBG documentary that came out earlier this year. Did you see it? Uh, I haven't seen it, no. Mm. Uh, Felicity Jones playing Man, Ruth she looks really good in this. Yeah, she does. 
and uh, Army Hammer, who looks like a giant compared to her, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. And they don't use any tricks to hide it. I was like, I'm starting to think Army Hammer's just a giant. <laughs> yeah. I watched Call Me By Your Name again the other day because you made me feel so bad for not liking it. I did like it a little more. <laughs> I still don't like it very much. But no, I think he, we had the same reaction. He right? towers over everybody. In yeah, that totally. Movie. And there's not everybody in that movie is tiny. Mm-mm. Anyway, Army Hammer, he'd be big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, uh, that'll do it for December. Then we have January, which is your typical garbage dump, dump month. There's a, a, first off, uh, not on this list, but I couldn't find a trailer anyway. There's a horror movie apparently called Eli coming out. Uh, I oh, have yeah. no fucking clue what that's all about. I don't know. Either. Uh, it's a prequel to the book of Eli. Yeah, exactly. I, that's, <laughs> this that's is how he gets blind. That's, that's what I immediately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the whole story about how he gets blind. Um, it's actually a biopic about Eli Roth. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is a horror movie. <laughs> That's like the, the the movie I want to watch the least. Yeah. <laughs> Eli, in his own words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Starring uh, Heather Matarazzo. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um okay. then there's a movie called Escape Room and and Barrett wisely uh, calls it Saw 9 in yeah. the notes. Yeah. I don't know though. I am interested in this. Um it reminds me of what's the is it is it just called Cube? Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Cube. Yeah, it's it's it reminds me of Cube only with more interesting areas mm-hmm. for them to go into. And it also reminds me of what Saw, I think, should have been. Yep. Um, Saw, the first Saw, I was, I was like, okay, I'm kind of on board with this. But then as it got further and further into its series, I was like, man, they're not really coming up with anything like clever for them to get out of anymore. It, it just mm-hmm. kind it was of just about the gruesomeness. Yeah. Like, like, and I just, I just, I, I didn't like that with the escape room. It looks like there's some clever things in here. It does. It does. It starts off very cleverly. You know, once they get into the the actual room, there's a big fad of doing escape rooms uh, in the U.S. right now. I've never done one. Have you done one? Nope. Uh, but there's like four or five of them that are it's super fat-alicious. popular around here. Yeah, it'll go away. It's like muffin shops. <laughs> it's got like a seven year shelf life. <laughs> Don't you Did remember you? when there were like cupcake shops on every corner and now there's none of them, man? Top of the muffin cake. Like Bob's cupcakes. It was like the thing for soccer uh, moms to do true. is get their own cupcake <laughs> franchise. Yeah. But it's got uh it's got Debran Wall in it, it's got Tyler Labine, you've seen in a million fucking things before. He's been on a bunch of TV shows. Um Good to see Debran Wall, man. Yeah, no kidding. And uh and then Jay Ellis who's in, in who's uh, who plays an insecure oh yeah as uh the as the main like boyfriend ex-boyfriend of uh of uh Issa Rae in that mm. in that show um uh but it looks good it looks like um it, yeah it just it just, i mean it's a january movie so it probably isn't yeah, yeah, but I, I'm kind of wanting to see it. It looks well shot. It looks, you know, like uh, it's capably acted. It's probably going to hit the same beats, but it's interesting yeah. enough to where. Well, I think we're actually seeing, we're in the middle of a 
a little bit of a revolution, at least in terms of how the studio studios see these months. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we're going to get another one with well, we'll talk about it in a moment, but the Lego sequel is going to come out in February. Mm-hmm. Well, the first Lego came out. In February. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Deadpool came out in February. Yeah. And so I think they're starting to change their thinking. And so now a January or February release doesn't mean the bad quality it used to mean 12 years ago. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I do want to get into that. But because uh, uh, they because I think the, the Valentine's Day period for February is a little different from all the other ones. Mm. Uh, but um, but yeah, it, the what you're saying is still true they are looking for months now that typically haven't been looked at before because they just oh well nobody's going out to watch movies so you know fuck it we won't come out with anything good <laughs> people and, aren't going out to see movies because there is nothing good right never have you know they don't, for some reason never have understood that shit. right uh then uh we talked about this in a previous uh, uh preview uh but replicas uh keanu reeves <sighs> basically uh his family he and his family get in a car accident and his whole family dies and then he goes and replicates all of them <laughs> and they don't know that they're replicas until like something happens and uh boy this looks awful yeah i don't know i really am kind of attracted to it oh really yeah, I can't. I can't explain it. I want to see the. Sh- I want to see the shit out of this. Well, I watched Forty Seven Ronin, so who am I to talk? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it does look terrible. You're right, but I want to see it. And and uh, and Alice Eve is in it too, so I'm I'm down with some Alice Eve. Uh, Did but- you ever see that Alice Eve jo- uh, joint called ATM? No. You know who else is in it? One of the guys from Drake and Josh. Oh, really? Asked to mouth. <laughs> no one of the what? guys from drake and josh no wait uh, drake what? bell and josh something what i don't know what the connection here is <laughs> i don't either but he's got ATM. Apple. Oh, <laughs> oh i was thinking of that clerks two thing oh where oh okay you weren't talking about oh, ass the, to mouth. the money machine uh so yeah it's no it's like some sort of atm vestibule in the middle of a parking lot <laughs> i remember that coming out 30 actually. below winter alice eve's in that yeah. terrible shitty movie run the fuck away <laughs> well and, and she, uh, the first time i saw her was in uh the that uh, jay Bearshell movie she's out of my league oh yeah yeah, yeah which is a decent oh, yeah. decent decent movie actually mm-hmm. um but um yeah i like me some alice eve uh then there is the upside um of anger it's just the upside this time <laughs> damn yeah uh, uh, although i've seen the upside of anger i can't remember what I was that to. all about dude i watched this trailer yesterday and it's already gone from my memory. well it's a kevin hart brian cranston Nicole oh, Kidman. That's right. oh it's a remake of a french film that's way better oh is it is this the remake of Intouchables? Intouchables, yeah. yeah really? Okay, yeah. When they announced this, I was on Twitter panning this shit because the Intouchables is great, and there's Have no you seen reason. It? Yeah, and there's no reason it's to make the it. The Intouchables, right? Intouchables, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no reason to remake it except the fact that we're ignorant Americans who won't watch a film that's in French. I'd and like this to watch will probably that, make plenty of money, and maybe you'll even get an Oscar. But it'll still be unoriginal bullshit. That's well, true. It does yeah. look. Not to mention, I am not ready for the redemption of Kevin Hart. He needs to be shit on some more before he gets in good movies. I'm not ready for this. Why? Because he doesn't try enough. That's true. Yeah. So, um, it. I mean, it's got some moments in there that you know look like it might they might be fun or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it just it looks like a movie that was cast off into January. Uh, you know, that's not a good sign because well, I guess well, no, it has to. 
to to be considered for the Oscars, do you have to come out before the end of the calendar year? Yes, you have to be in a movie theater in somewhere in America. So then this movie's probably I think Jeremy Logic tells me this movie's not very good. Yeah, I mean now it could it could very well get like some sort of weird limited release nah, and true. and and be available for whatever, but it looks like they just scheduled it for January. Um I'm not going anyway. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I do want to watch Untouchables though. It's good. Yeah, I've I think I've got that here. I remember it being at near the top of those IMD top 100 lists. And I only saw it once, but I loved it. I thought it was yeah. great. Uh, then we have Glass, which will be the big hit of January. It will. Uh, it is a, a a continuation or spinoff of Unbreakable and uh, and of. Um, the other fuck split 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 yeah. did split, split, split come out in january <laughs> yeah. uh, so, it did. Yes. so here i think is a case of a studio intentionally programming yes against the standard the traditional way of thinking they said split did well so will, this will yeah and you'll start seeing you start seeing that all the time like i remember when 300 came out in march of whatever Suddenly, you started seeing a lot of these same type of movies coming out around that that time mm. and everything. And they're like, oh, it's not that people like good movies on this time. It's people like movies that are like that. Multiple yeah, personality exactly. movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, boy, so I did watch this trailer for for Glass. Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. I was thinking about it. I was like, do I really care if this is spoiled at all? My point is, though, there's so much shown in that trailer that I'm wondering what's behind it because you know Shyamalan's not going to let a ton of stuff out, like a well, ton of like plot points out. I would, I do not need to know how they all get out into the free world. Does but it I'd, show how they did? Pretty much. Yeah. Maybe you didn't watch the trailer I saw. No, uh, maybe I watched almost that beat for beat. I know exactly what's going to happen for them to all get out of that facility. Mm -hmm. Now maybe that happens in the first 15 minutes of the movie, right? And I'm, I'm all for that. I still don't. I still wish I hadn't seen it. Right. But this movie is already a winner. Like, if you go on the internet, if you go to any place where movie buffs talk movies, where it's movie Twitter, movie Reddit, they are already all in on this thing. And it, it does look very pretty. It looks fantastic. They were all in when it was announced. Yeah. And that's my only pause, is that we, we still have to see the movie. Because my, my brother was in town recently. He was like, do I need to see Split before I see Glass? And I was like, no. It's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's a, Kidnap girls in a basement movie yep. with a guy who has multiple personalities, and at the very end, oh, there's Bruce Willis. Yeah, Boy, they double the... down on the the whole horde thing too for this guy because oh, yeah. you see him like, you know, doing like cheetah links, running through a, a yard and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and lifting up a car. So I guess I, I never really understood from Split if he was able to do the stuff that he w thought he was able to do, but I guess. It's definitive now. Well, there's that. The only scene that hints at it is that scene with Anya Taylor-Joy where he's like up on the wall coming toward, I think it's her, where he's like on the wall, then he's on the side, then he's on the ceiling, then it, and he's yeah. like, he, humans can't move that yeah, way. Yeah, I guess. So. And then he bends the thing yeah. a little bit. But I think yeah. it's, it's just a part of one of his personalities that he that's the one that can do that. Yeah. And I think and you could make an argument because there's that whole adrenaline thing where people have been known to lift a car off of somebody and it, you know if his personality believes it strongly enough mm -hmm. i don't really care about that i just want the movie to be good yeah and uh it looks good so here's hope i agree i will definitely see it yeah uh but uh i think that um 
I I like Unbreakable because it's so different from a superhero movie. And now it seems like it's kind of getting into the world of being like a really honest to God superhero movie with a yeah. lot of CGI and all that. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. Um, and plus there is, I guess it, I don't like how split connects really it connects. It was that one ending scene and then, Oh yeah, maybe his dad died in the, in the train right. wreck or whatever. And that was a, that was the the thin amount of uh, detail they gave because the whole other the whole rest of the movie had nothing to do with mm-hmm. Unbreakable. I'm gonna I'm gonna call my shot right now. Mm-hmm. David's kid inherited some powers. Yeah, it's gonna show up in this one. Oh, okay. As a 23 year old. Uh, yeah. So it's been it's oh, been he'll how- be like 30 at this point. Okay, right? as a 30 year old. What was Unbreakable? 99 2000 2000 okay yeah so yeah. 18 years after he was what in that 12 so yeah he'd be about 30 yeah he's gonna be about 30 now i'm i'm saying that character that actor so maybe that's the twist are gonna show up well maybe even david loses david dies yeah gets defeated you think it's done but then you hear gets thrown in a pool yeah yeah and the music comes in and then, it's Robin Wright. Wait, no, that's yeah. all. I said. <laughs> uh, then we have the kid who would be king, which is a retelling of uh, King Arthur, essentially with uh, modern day children. It's, uh, it's got some kind of cute modern humor. Day children, yeah. Is it a kids movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Oh no, I mean it looks it looks like it's it's having fun with itself, but then you get this terrible cgi you don't need cgi in your movies mm-hmm. the you know you don't need this cgi you don't need anyway. this cgi the uh the yeah i mean it's the same sort of deal he pulls a sword out and he's you know he's uh yeah he's he's he knows with he's, powers he's but- got to defeat evil and there's like a scene where he's like trying they're trying to recruit other people at the school to be a part of their army or their knights of the round table or whatever. Uh-huh. there's a point where the the teacher's like he's like today instead of class we're doing this and and everybody's like fighting and shit and and i don't know why the teacher's like let's do this all right don't have any idea maybe that's one of those set in modern times yeah Mm -hmm. it it, it looks like it's it's self-aware and actually you may have a little bit of interest in this because you like arthur stuff but like they it's like he pulls a sword out and he tells his friend it's like a like a Peter Parker Ned moment where he's like it's almost like the sword in the stone ah, like they're aware of all this I stuff see. they're standing around a square table and he's like here pull out the leaves and then it becomes a round table and they're like ah, oh yeah that's it yeah I a, and I for I I lost so much of a connection after that teacher said that <laughs> that I thought for some reason like he had somehow found a way into a school for would be uh nights or something like that like uh, like an almost a sky high or something like yeah. that um and uh i had to go back and realize oh the teacher's just cool with everybody fighting in the in the playground <laughs> and practicing you know having tryouts for king Arthur. <laughs> uh then there is uh we talked about serenity and one of the other ones this is the matthew mcconaughey Anne hathaway jason clark movie. still looks good but <laughs> yeah but now <laughs> it's a january movie <laughs> And it's Matthew McConaughey basically uh, <laughs> dialing his true detective up to like 10. And then I went out into the water. Uh, that is all of January. Then we go to February. Uh, a remake of Jacob's Ladder. Yep. <laughs> the, t- the, t- the Tim Robbins movie? Yep. Yeah. What? Uh, what, which was about a guy coming back from Vietnam and mm-hmm. seeing and not knowing what was real and what was what was dream and, and it's awesome and it should not yeah, be remade. It was good, yeah. 
what are we this even one, doing? This one's got Michael Ely in it. Uh, I don't know if there's a, a a a proper movie I can explain Michael Ely. I've seen you've seen Michael Ely a million times, <laughs> but I but you know he was in one of those. Uh, he's one in one of the. Uh, uh, was it Underworld? It wasn't Underworld. He was hmm. in Barbershop. He's in Barbershop. He was in Think Like a Man. Yeah, was he in a Resident <laughs> Evil movie? uh he was in too fast too furious who are we talking about michael, michael ely. ely he was in kissing jessica stein do you think there's any hope that the new jacob's ladder will rectify the original's mistake and put the 80s pop song jacob's ladder on the soundtrack you Ooh. mean the uh, the, the huey lewis by step oh wait that might even be a 90s song rung by rung that was uh that was huey lewis wasn't it yeah climbing but I don't know jacob's was... letter yeah, i just don't remember if it was 80s or 90s Sometimes I just refer Underworld to Awakening. Anything that happened before Underworld Awakening was the one that he was in. So yeah, yeah, Michael he in in if you've seen Kissing Jessica Stein, he's one of the boyfriends of the the girl that the main girl gets with. The girl that uh the main girl gets with is like with three guys at the beginning of it. Mm. Michael Ely's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh then there's Cold Pursuit. Um <laughs> Liam Neeson plays a guy with the last name of coxman <laughs> and he plows the road he does oh, that's um, this movie huh? this is a revenge movie uh his son dies of a drug overdose and there's like that that uh you know that glib scene where he's like uh he's like my uh, my son was uh, my son was not a drug addict addict or whatever and like the doctor's like that's what they all say mm-hmm. um so yeah his his son dies of a drug overdose and then he goes off and does his liam decent shit, shit yep to kill everybody involved i thought he was done with these didn't he say he was done with these yeah uh, anthony hopkins retired too so mm, that's true mm. now this does have emmy rossum and laura dern yeah i don't care uh, i mean i'll watch it at some i'm not gonna watch it in the it's theater but I'll watch no it. plow taken <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. did I, you ever see any of the other ones like unstoppable or like I saw the one on the non-stop yeah. or whatever it was yeah non-stop. i saw the commuter I, no i saw the one on the airplane what's that non-stop, non-stop. I saw the one where he's a doctor, and it came out right after Taken. Yeah, there was a, oh God, what was the, there were a lot of one title Unknown. Ones. Unknown. <laughs> Unknown and then the gray. Yeah. yeah. The gray is great. Yeah. I have no beef with the gray. That's not even a Taken ripoff. He's a little grizzled in that. Mm-hmm. But this is, just, clearly we're just copy pasting Liam Neeson shit. And you know, he's Adam Sandler all the way to the bank. He's named Coxman, and they must say Coxman five and times say in this trailer. Twice. I say it twice. Is that it? Yeah. Well, it's Coxman. Yeah, that, it seems Cox, like it's more. They make a they make a point though to say the name. Yes. Now that being said, Liam Neeson is in the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, in what might be one of my favorite shorts. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, then we have Lego Movie Two. Yeah, and uh, it uh, it looks funny. It looks it like uh, I'll be there. I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, it there are parts of the trailer that give me a little bit of uh, like uh, bad feeling. Mm. Um. Because I hate it when when they make a surprise movie like Lego Movie, like it's surprisingly good, and then the second one there's like a little self awareness, yep. extra self awareness that they add into it. So as, I hope they don't go too far on that. Well, and I even like today I was because they put on a new trailer today, mm-hmm. um, and I was just thinking about the title because mm-hmm. it's called the Lego Movie, the second part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like ah, I'm, I'm kind of ready for all movies to stop with the 
fourth wall breaking <laughs> yeah, titles. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I just don't think they're funny anymore. Yeah. You could have called this Lego movie too. No one would have cared. You don't have yeah. to make a joke of your title. And that's why, uh, Lego Batman movie was so successful is that it didn't really refer back it to the previous material. It didn't call itself na 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 Lego. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but it looks funny. It's got all the same people in it. Yeah. And, uh, so, and it, it looks like it has a lot of the same jokes. Only, only issue for Warner Brothers on this may be that they've watered down their product a lot mm-hmm. by, I liked Lego Batman movie for sure, but then they came out with Lego Ninjago and now maybe there's some fatigue setting in for this type of thing. That's the problem too, is that we like, I, I love, I like Lego Batman a lot. It's not as good as the Lego movie. Yeah. And then it, like Lego Ninjago was nowhere near as good as either mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there may be, there may be fatigue yeah uh then there's the prodigy which is looks like a horrible horror movie Mm -hmm. Uh, a kid gets hypnotized and they find out that there's a possessed like he's possessed or something Mm -hmm. he's got a demon inside of him and it it's got like a nice little moment in the trailer where it's like he's going through this hypnosis and then the hypnotist is like i want to talk to the being that's that preceded this boy yeah and uh and then he's got a response that's that's very creepy. But yeah, it's gonna. I be- mean, originally the prodigy was titled "The Possession of <laughs> yes, <laughs> John Michael" was. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or the prodigy smack my bitch up, smack my bitch up. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, there's a there's a thing now in trailers that they do, and I guess it, I guess in movies themselves because it's in the trailer. But uh, how many people don't know that when there's a point where the mom says come here like the son she asks the son to come here that the son isn't going to turn into a fucking monster by the time <laughs> yep goes into a shadow goes into a shadow sudden, yes. yeah I don't, we all know that shit's happening uh then we have what men want which is oh, okay God damn. gender reversed mm-hmm. and racially reversed mm-hmm. what women want mm-hmm is it the same universe or is it just the same idea? It's the same idea for sure. Uh, I wonder if I mean, this whole thing is uh, to troll the classically racist Mel Gibson. It could be. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to remake your movie with a woman who's black, asshole. I, you yeah. think? I, I, no, I don't think. I actually am thinking he's going to show up in this fucker. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's back at this point. He's acting and directing regularly. I guess so, man. I saw like a like a, a documentary on him uh, recently on like reels, mm. and it's it's easy to forget how fucking assholeish this guy is, but, and racist, <sighs> like deeply racist, deeply anti-Semitic, like just just a terrible person. I not, I will never defend the shit that he screamed at his girlfriend or said to the cop. He's clearly got some really vile stuff going on down there. I just feel like. The punishments we dole out for people who do that stuff are indiscriminate, completely indiscriminate. Well, I don't really care what what punishment he gets. I just think he's a terrible person. And well, any- and the 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 classic uh, thing was the Hangover too, right? Where yeah, everybody was like, uh, we don't want Mel Gibson in this, but then they were open arms with Mike Tyson coming in. Yeah, that mm. was my biggest. Well, and from what I understand, it was largely Galifianakis. Yeah, um, pushing for that. And fair enough, you know, you you have the leverage and you want to use it, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I again, Mike Tyson raped someone. That's true. Raped someone, and you made a movie with him, and that was okay. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson has never been com- convicted of rape. We see the same thing in the music world. Chris Brown's still making records, getting nominated for awards. That's true. 
there's physical evidence that he beat the shit out of Rihanna. Yep. And, you know, we're going to find And fucking R. Kelly. I mean, I, I yeah. could go through a whole thing yeah, with this. We but, could. I'm sorry. This but is, I don't support their music either. <laughs> I think they should get every bad thing in the world happening to them, too. I am not trying to tell you to embrace Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. I was just saying I had, I had gotten the impression that Hollywood had accepted him back. Therefore... Wouldn't surprise me if he showed up in this movie. It would be interesting. As some kind did. of a wink. Yeah. Uh, or Marissa Tomei, even, or Helen Hunt, even. If yeah. it is same universe, I don't know. Because, see, I, I, I both hate this movie and love the idea of it all at once. <laughs> this because one... the original What Women Want was sexist as hell. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It should probably have never been made. Yep. But because of that, it almost kind of forgives this gender swap reboot <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know what they're going to do with it. This one has Taraji P. Henson, who I I love watching Taraji mm-hmm. P. Henson. Um, she looks awesome in it. And um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, what this is uh, the what men want? I'm sorry, it better be like 95. percent I want to fuck Taraji P. Henson because <laughs> anything else doesn't make sense. To That's me. the other thing. Well, how 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 truthful are they going to be willing to be? Yeah, it's true. Because with what women want. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. oh, I, yeah. I saw it a couple of times. Uh, women in that movie, they wanted a wide variety of things. Yes. But I don't think men are quite that diverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Well, and there was there's a there's a joke in there too that just is like no the, the like a guy at a ticket booth or something, and he's like, You're just walking around in the cloud of my fart right now, or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, I just don't feel like that's very many people, you know, that's not a cross section of a lot of people she would run into, you (laughs) know, and it's not that funny of a joke. Well, I mean, I I think you do have to like give it some variety to make it watchable. Also, (laughs) I think it's worth noting there's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode where she begins hearing everybody's thoughts Mm -hmm. that is better than any movie that will be made based on that premise. That's true. That's a fantastic episode. Mm. And then we have uh, Isn't It Romantic, which um is a is a story rebel wilson is in it and um and she is uh much like in that uh last year's amy schumer movie mm-hmm. is hit over the I head feel pretty i feel pretty mm-hmm. hit over the head and then suddenly the world is completely different to her she's in a romantic comedy and knows it it looks like new york is they've been they put a pretty filter on new york it <laughs> looks like and like all these hot guys want want her and everything there's a pretty funny scene in the trailer where like the where uh it's is it's liam hemsworth comes in mm. and it's like oh i loved last night or whatever and she's like we didn't do anything <laughs> we just got in the bed and then the next morning and then we saw each other next next morning and whatever and so she keeps trying to have sex with him and like every time she does he's walking out of the shower saying it was a great yeah, night yeah. last night because <laughs> <laughs> they're in a pg-13 world yeah um it looks decent it looks a little funnier than i anticipated who's in this rebel wilson is the, the oh this main. is the one that she called a little controversy mm, yeah yeah well maybe the movie will be will caused a little that. controversy mm-hmm. saying she was the first plus size female to lead a, a comedy or whatever mm. don't don't say that yep just don't say that well the biggest problem was that when people corrected her on twitter especially black people who were reminding her about queen latifah and monique yeah she started blocking them some of them were famous oh and so it became this like so her ultimate apology the next day was half about the comment and half about blocking people on Twitter when they tried to correct her. Ah. So she reacted initially in a very poor way as well. I've yeah. never been a huge Will- uh, Rebel Wilson fan. Mm, me neither. Uh, yeah, and me either. I, 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 I feel like in- I should... 
Was it I've, Bridesmaids that she was uh, she was in? Was she the roommate in Bridesmaids? Yeah, she was the roommate. Yeah, I think very small doses of her mm-hmm. is is, is then, funny too. And then she got uh, you know sort of way more of a following with Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. but those were all the same jokes. Yep. They're all she's fat. Yep. And occasionally, I like her delivery. I like I like how how she delivers jokes and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just that yeah, I've never been a huge fan of her. Um, but, uh, yeah, just stop saying I'm the first anything, <laughs> do some research first and actually let some other people say that if, if it's going to come down yeah, to, seriously. um, then there is Alita battle angel. Um, I have seen the new trailers now and it does look a lot better. Sweet. Um, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. It might not be. Yeah. No, it looks cool. No, it does. <laughs> yeah. The first trailer I saw looked kind of, uh, Mm. i don't know about this but this these this new trailer that i saw looks like it's it i was sitting there like this is the exact opposite of mortal engines for me right mm-hmm. the 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 cgi looks good of course james cameron being a part of it might help might be a little bit of a help too but um it, it actually looks good it looks like a, a really good action film yeah and everything and uh now i'm excited for it robert rodriguez i've never been a big fan of yep oh really yeah, I mean, you go down the line of Robert Rodriguez movies, and there's not a lot of, like, just great ones. I mean, um, I'll go so far as to say there aren't really any great ones. Maybe the Maria- El Mariachi. The and, Mariachi. I like Desperado. Only, only that, because you have to take his budget into account. But are yeah. those, like, are those great? That's the thing, man. Um, and, there, and from this till dawn is probably his funnest movie. Spy Kids. Spy Kids is... Love it all you want. That movie is terrible. Oh, it's not terrible. You think it's terrible? Well, I think if the whole franchise is terrible, maybe the sequel mm. soiled it for me. Yeah. The sequel soiled it for but sure. The CG <laughs> has never been good in those movies. No, the acting like- has been over the top in those movies from the get-go. Mm. Lava Girl and Shark Boy is bullcrap. Didn't like Sin City. Which is the Didn't one like which Sin is City. the movie Man. that this movie's trailer Yeah, that's funny. goes to. <laughs> yeah. Sin City's Robert Rodriguez movie that's thirteen fucking years old. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, but I mean, it, it may. That said, that, I do want to see it. That yeah. Predators movie isn't any good. Predators? Yeah, with Adrian Broner or Adrian. He did that one? That was Robert Rodriguez. Was it really? Man, I don't even remember. Come on now. I know Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That's another one that's not very good. Can't yeah. be wrong about that. No, man. that was. Uh, I want it. It's probably not Nimrod, but it's Nimrod Antel who directed Predators. Really? Yeah. What? Wow. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure that there's like uh, something that's close to it. That- maybe he was. Maybe he was attached to the Shane Black one before Shane Black took mm, it over. Or something. That sounds kind of familiar. I feel like he was connected to a Predator movie at one point. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry Robert Rodriguez, in the midst of dogging your entire career, I <laughs> added a movie that I didn't like to your resume that you didn't make. That's correct. Um, uh, happy Death Day to you. That's right. I couldn't find a trailer on YouTube, but I did see a trailer on Halloween for this. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so, it's the same day, I think. Huh. Because she keeps waking up and the, all the all those sort of same things keep happening, and I can't remember exactly because I, I haven't seen that trailer in a month. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what the new wrinkle is. I don't know. I mean, I'm it not- would be weird if it was the same day though. 
uh maybe it's a maybe it's the next day or something like that mm. aha he produced it now he produced it <laughs> the nimrod one yeah i don't think this needs a, a sequel well, i liked happy death day mm-hmm. but this feels this feels like it's getting a sequel because it made money yeah not because it was there was a even i feel the same way about the quiet place sequel that mm. even krasinski's involved with i'm just like Mm-hmm. somebody saw money signs and convinced you and that's great maybe you have a story to tell but we're still starting with money signs yeah i mean this is this is a it's the same reason groundhog day doesn't have a sequel yeah uh, you like, don't I'd need rather to go back see to it follows two before happy yeah, death totally. day two and they're gonna because it made money they're gonna keep this one pg-13 i bet yep and then it's gonna limit how far they can go and and it'll be the same problems as i had with the first movie i you know, I'll probably end up watching it just because who's the girl in that? Jessica Roth. She's delightful. Yeah, she is. She's... Um, but uh, I don't think this is necessary. Um, it, I'm, uh, watching that trailer, I was I was kind of excited about it though. I said I haven't seen the trailer, and maybe, I and I, I think I saw Jonathan or somebody from Modern Horrors was raving about the trailer. Maybe okay. It, maybe. it 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 wasn't one of those where I was like. I mean, some of it was like, yeah, oh my god, here we go again type stuff, but <laughs> a lot of it was like, I kind of want to see this. <laughs> um then here is a written now this this may be the movie that really is talking about what you're talking about with their um trying other months with movies mm. how to train your dragons third movie wow. which is called the hidden world is coming out in february um didn't they come out haven't they been sitting on this a while too hasn't it been a while i don't know i it haven't like i the didn't other even two know came out closer together than- i didn't even know they were making a third one dragon but gets a girlfriend dragon like. gets a girlfriend yeah. yeah yeah it's it's uh it's wally for dragons <laughs> how to train your eva yes um that's what it looks like um and maybe maybe they just maybe they just realize it's not very good i don't know but a february 22nd release date for how to train your dragon doesn't make sense to me not especially when it's only a couple weeks after lego movie 2 yes you're not like if there was no other big family animated movie that that month then maybe but. yeah i and, and i haven't looked into march to see what they would be avoiding because i know captain marvel comes out in march but uh i don't think they would be necessarily avoiding that movie you wouldn't think and if they if they were they would come out with it like they've always have like march 13th march 20th somewhere around there um do you like these first two movies yes i like the first they're one beautiful, i, I don't they? remember the second one they're they're gorgeous mm-hmm. and the music is great mm-hmm. the score is great um i've watched the first one several times i think i've only seen the second one once yeah yeah the both of them uh had uh had uh supervision from roger deakins right on the look of the, the that's why they look such so, a great so idea great. um but that's uh that's an interesting uh, february release i was kind of surprised to see that yeah. uh, uh two more that don't have trailers rhythm section have no idea what that's about uh it'll be about a drummer and um that's got blake lively and jude law blake lively jude law i like me rhythm some blake section. lively man yeah between uh simple favor and the shallows like she's been doing some good stuff quietly kind of been doing a good 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 stuff she had a couple she? years off uh, to have a couple kids and yeah. uh and now she's and you know she's being all cheeky on social media with Ryan Reynolds and all that stuff. Like she's having a good like she's run. having fun. Yeah. Uh the turning um which is another turn you have another turning by the way. That's on the Rose Byrne movie is not this turning. 
Oh, okay. There's a there's a there's a turning that came out in 2013 that starred Rose Byrne. Oh. This turning is something else, and I couldn't find a goddamn <laughs> thing about it. It's uh, also it's my a, my college band name for two months was Turning. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> it's another it's like, innocuously you, named. You started bullshit. with tuning, and then it was like, let's make it turning. Yeah, add an R. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> drop the, and drop the V. <laughs> uh but that uh that'll do it for the preview That's uh, right. we uh we went uh went through the the we ran the gamut there we didn't have trailers for about four of these movies but uh so we're some excited exciting for, things yeah we're excited for mary queen of scots the favorite uh spider-man the mule um then it's like welcome to marwin escape room kind of vice glass uh so we got, we got some good stuff lego movie too and i and i do want to see alita battle angel and happy death day to you so yeah cold, a good, cold pursuit yeah there's a good pursuit. 10 movies probably in that yeah. group that yeah. and on top of the like other 10 movies that i need to see that have just come out in the past two weeks yeah there's a lot we're getting into that season for awards contention where i'm i'm i'm, I'm starting out behind yeah and it's only gonna get worse because <laughs> now to... green book is out and getting good reviews yes and I'm just, ah. It's like, God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Can't they just come out with some of these movies in September when we're, nobody's doing anything? It'd be easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, that'll do it for this week. Uh, keep going to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. Uh, keep going to SoundCloud, uh, CinemaSins Twitter. Give us some comments about this episode, what you're excited about this on this preview. Hey, Chris. Yes, Do Barrett. you want more Sincast content? I know I would if I were fans of us. Yeah, right. All you got to do is go to our Patreon page. Oh. We got a whole bonus episode Ooh. just for patrons. Yeah. For people who are members, who are our partners, who are our, 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 our lovers. And let me tell you, <laughs> on that bonus episode for Patreon members only, I say some ignorant shit <laughs> about 2001. I think there's going to be some people who are who are on board with you on that. Maybe I think there will be. Um, but it's about a twenty to thirty minute uh, pod where we answer one question. Yeah, that's right, man. Take um, a deep dive. It's a lot of fun, and there are other perks that you can get as as being a patron and a member of our Patreon. Um, there's things where you can. In fact, this week, later on this week, uh, we're having a live chat from the studio. Um, there's ways that you can help control our content. You can. Uh, select mini pods and things like that you can have early access to all of our content well so. and also i know it's holiday season so you may be buying gifts cash may be tight end of the year stuff if you want to be a member at the patreon but can't right now mm-hmm. uh, just know that if you can down the road you'll still get access back access you'll yep. be grandfathered into all the stuff like the bonus mini pod episodes the live video broadcasts you still get access to all of that so hang in there and we'll, we'll still be here whenever you're ready yeah. access access <laughs> that'll do it for this episode it's chris agnes and jeremy scott and bear share we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit and be sure to visit cinemasends.com Hey Chris, <laughs> do you want have the, 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 the? <laughs> one thing my girlfriend ever gave me was access. <laughs> yes. Hey Chris. Yeah. Do you know if, if do you want more syncast content? Fuck <laughs> <Lock> that up. <laughs>
Damn it. Those are the those are the type of the games that just Alright, you got me. Um because I always end up I always end up wanting to explore every fucking thing. Yeah. And and even Breath of the Wild was like that when I got it. And it was you know, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, you, you can do you can do a lot of things. You can do all the stuff out of order and everything, but it's pretty straightforward what you gotta do. And you don't even have to do half the things in there to beat it. But still, I was like, I want to find every one of these things and I want to find all these things. And, and, um, you know, by the time I fought the last guy, my level was so up, you know, I, I mean, it wasn't like the easiest battle in the world, but I mean, I'd got it done within one or two tries. You ever play any of the just cause games? Mm -mm. Those are pretty similar to like, they're more island jungle environment based Mm -hmm. but it it reminded me very much of an action heavy grand theft auto kind of feel Mm -hmm. uh, only a little more cartoony in terms of the action Mm -hmm. so like i think i spent probably eight hours going to the top of the mountain trying to steal this plane that if you if you successfully take off the runway just ends at the edge of the mountain Mm -hmm. but they're shooting at you from the moment you get in the planes like really they don't want you to take it Mm -hmm. um Anyway, that's a, that was a fun-ass game. <laughs> anyway, open-world games are my jam. Yeah. And yeah. apparently swinging around New York City as Spider-Man in this new game is exhilarating. Dude, yeah. Spider-Man 2, for the uh, I guess it was PlayStation 2 is when I had it, was fucking dope. I agree. And if they've, if they've recreated if you, that and even a little bit... They have a little... But yeah, so I, I, once I get done with Dark Souls, and who knows when the fuck that'll be... <laughs> I'll start on Red Dead Redemption, and that'll be another fucking thing. Because it was funny, the last two South Park episodes uh, had this Red Dead Redemption thread going through it. Oh, yeah? So, like, the first episode of this two-part series, um, which was about the South Park creators essentially saying we were wrong about global warming. Oh, wow. Because there was an episode way back in the day where they caught, you know, it was Al Gore was, was, uh, was like, man bear pig. Yeah. And man yeah. bear, man bear pig was climate change. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and so like they made fun of him, but for, uh, coming up with this big, huge thing that doesn't exist. And, uh, and they even did that too in another one that was a day after tomorrow takeoff. <laughs> they all, they, they're, they're always been global warming denial. Is that the we didn't listen one? Uh, yes. Yeah. We, we didn't listen. We didn't listen. <laughs> somebody's in the background we didn't listen we didn't listen (laughs) um and uh like global warming comes after somebody on the street they're like running like you know and all that and um but uh yeah they uh this uh this uh, man bear pig is is back in this next episode in this last well couple of weeks ago episode and uh and so like they the kids go to found, find al gore and they're like uh we were wrong about uh, climate you know not climate change but we were wrong about man bear pig he's here now what, what are we gonna do about it and he's like it's like you guys didn't listen to me the first time yeah. <laughs> In the second episode, he comes back and and uh, finds out that his wife is like really deep into the game. He's like, "What did I tell you about this, Karen?" And he's like, "He's like, this is my own save game, and I've done my own thing." And then she goes through all this shit, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that game has got to be massive!" Like, oh, I I did, he's like, "You did this and this and this and this and this. I did did this and this and this and this and this and this and this and, this and went through a whole bunch of stuff." Jesus. I was like, "Damn, there's like 50 different species of fish you can catch." <laughs> 
yeah. I read an entire article about all the fucking fish you can catch in Red Dead Redemption 2. And after you catch all the main ones that are real fish, there are super fish. Oh, yeah. That are like, you have to like mission quests to go find oh, the super fish. But you can't even get that quest if you haven't caught the 45 pike, oh, bluegill, trout, geez. whatever the bass, oh, whatever the fuck. Wow. Oh, anyway, yeah, God. the game is deep as fuck. And I probably will spend most of my time fishing. Here's a video game to go fishing. That was a thing in Breath of the Wild. You had to go and find your own food, essentially, so that you could heal. And oh, you wow. had to, and you could, and there were all these like dishes that you could make. Like there were like actual dishes that in the game they told you how to do them. Like if you had these ingredients, you just go to your little pot and you'd start like every go to your little pot and put all the ingredients in the pot, and it would be like him like sitting there stirring. <laughs> Did you play the original Red Dead Redemption? No, one? I didn't. I played the shit out of that game, and it's uh, even that was detailed as hell and that was like eight ten years ago but that was like you could there were all these different herbs and flowers you could go pick for various some were healing and some you could trade and then you could you could like fucking kill deer and skin them and then go into town and sell the pelts or trade them <laughs> wow but in like the new one it, it's everything down to like i also read another article about there's like dozens of different uh, horse varieties and personalities and like if you interact kindly with your horse more often, like give it compliments or apples or say kind things like you can bond more with your horse, <laughs> which might come in handy in a chase down the line. If you need a little extra oomph out of your horse or whatever, he loves you. So he gives it to you. Oh, wow. Whereas if you just treat your horse like a utility, you won't bond together. I just think it's fascinating how many different ways you could go about playing this game. Yeah. Even if you don't ever accept a mission, just like, because you have to eat or you'll get skinny. Oh, wow. Um, and you have to eat the right kinds of food or, or you won't be like, or you'll get fat. It's just, it's fascinating to me wow. how deep they made that shit. Yeah, that is crazy. But yeah, I have read that it's hours and hours of intro content before you can actually open world, explore. Yeah. And that would be maddening. <laughs> I, that was the thing, because I, I I haven't even had it. I haven't, I don't have even, I haven't played a PlayStation since probably at your house. Oh, yeah. And, um, like I haven't, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the controller. The controller is somewhat the same as any, I like the Nintendo one is, but, um, but like getting the PlayStation set up first yeah. and then like putting the disc in and like I, the PlayStation has got this, I mean, it's not weird to everybody who's got playstations obviously but it was weird to me because i couldn't find where you put the fucking disc in oh yeah it was like it's this like you know level like gutenheim museum of them. <laughs> and, and and you know like you know you put the you put the i was like oh, is it just like an insert there's, thing, a, or there's, is there a, a there's a little tiny thing yeah. that shows you the buttons on the on the like i mean you would never think they'd have anything written on these like levels right. that are on here well and there's not like a tray that comes out no you it's just like it looks like this only one of them accepts a disc oh, yeah <laughs> yeah and so i popped that in and it was like all right now i gotta go through all this shit and then finally it was like here's the story i'm like all right here's the story and like as soon as they tell me the story then i'm just gonna be on my way and nope went through a whole bunch of shit and then finally it got to a point where you just see him, you see your character from his perspective and he's just sitting there and i was like damn it's like one o'clock now i need to turn this off was a was a game called Shinmu? 
um, that was on the Sega CD, I think. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sega CD lasted a long time. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, I, I unfortunately uh, was a victim of the Sega CD. <laughs> yeah, Grand Theft for me is almost always, can I do X? Can I do Y? Like Grand Theft Auto Five was, okay, I'm going to go to the airport and see if they have any planes taken off and landing. And they did. Really? <laughs> and then I saw a big fucking 747 sitting at the end of the runway, not moving. And I was like, I wonder if I can get in that and fly it and take off. And I could. Are you serious? And then it became like, well, they started shooting at me pretty quickly. But then it became like, all right, can I take off and then get out and stand on the wing? Or can I just stand on another one that's taking off and stand on the wing and fire a bazooka while I'm out there? Like, just all sorts of, like, can I do X, Y, or Z? A lot of it involves motorcycle jumps. Like, what's the fucking craziest motorcycle jump I can yeah. come up with? Hell yeah. Anyway, um, off the rails before we even start. Yes. Video games are fun.